This is where the magic happens. But especially today, because the dog is here. Because Dolly, Dolly, Wally, Wally. Dolly. She's like, what can I get down and Exploring the, the space. I needed my emotional support dog today. Good girl. That's Angela. I'm Ryan. Thank you for listening mm, God, to a another episode. God, She's God. looking at me, and her guys is com- her God. her gaze is compelling. I'm taking uh, photos say for, for Instagram. Also, if you go to our Instagram, oh, now she's got to lick some butt. Nope, gave up on it. Um, if you go to our Instagram, you'll see some really hot seance pics that we took last night. Lie down, bear. Chill the fuck out. I she's can never. So it turns out I can never be blindfolded around you guys again. <laughs> Those are really hot photos of you, though. Um, if well, anything, I appreciate you, you saying that. You should get blindfolded all the time around it. But it also speaks to like my like what's what are people doing around me when I can't tell? Like yeah. it, it gives me. Uh, I, well, there are pictures of me too. So it looks like we're all doing something sexual and like satanic with because the, the blindfold's really slick. Well, I don't mind that. Is it your blindfold or was it Melissa's? No, it wasn't mine. It was oh, uh, yeah, of course, was Melissa has a sexy blindfold. Um, <laughs> well, it's probably a sleep mask, is what I it is. I guess, but it felt more like a blindfold. Which are very common. Sexy, sexy sleep. Sleep masks are very common. I am gonna start making meditation slash sleep masks that have. Um, I already found all the stuff. I'm gonna get really pretty third eyes to um, iron on. But then on the back is gonna be a little pocket to put your crystal, so you keep a crystal over your third eye when you sleep or meditate. Oh, I like that. Is idea. that a great idea? I'm probably just gonna make them to sell to friends. But if anybody wants one, hit me up and I'll figure out a price as soon as I buy a bunch of crap and sew it together. And you never sleep again. And I never sleep again. <laughs> <laughs> don't like go. Don't go putting moldavite in there. Don't freak your face out. I mean, unless um, you want to, you know, blast off. Yeah. Well, that's true. I mean. Okay. Oh, so we've got something here yeah. from. I got schmutz on Renee's, but yours. I'm like I bled on Renee's schmutz. card. I don't know what it is. So this is from. Oh, this is from our good friend Annabella Limlas Solutions on Instagram. And um, she's lovely. I just gave her a reading. I love her energy. Oh, this is like a third eye crab. Look at this. She even got us Palo Santo, which you guys Google some Palo Santo. Yeah, that is so cool. We have to post a picture of your card. So this is. I want to post a picture of mine, too. Um, so this is a beautiful third-eyed crab, third-eyed crab, like a like a, cy- a cyclops. Oh, here's your other present. Um, These are Renee's. So yeah, I won't read the uh, personal message, um, just because that's just personal. Mine's personal too. Um, <laughs> but this is beautiful. It's Thank so you sweet. very much, Anna. Um, oh, and there's oh, what's in here? So I have to yeah, open up the. Yeah, you have two uh, presents from her. Two. Oh, you already so opened yours. So she is really really cool. She uh, she's coming back to California. Great news for us. But um. Um, yeah, she made us, so she makes like prosthetics for people who lose body parts and she made us, I'm not going to ruin it. Ryan's taking too long to open them. No, it's just, I'm just trying not to (laughs) be too loud. She, she basically made us like Hakate inspired things from the same materials that she made. She, oh, there's something real. So, okay. What did you get? Oh my God. It's the first one I opened up is a lizard. Oh, that's so great. She made me, I was just supposed pictures, but she made me my, um, my Hakate squid. Oh, a Hakate squid. God, that dog is cute. My dog is so fucking so, cute. But the Hakate squid is very specific to you. Mm-hmm. So people are like, what's the Hakate squid? They, she like, made me Google a black that, cat. Like, oh, yeah, that's my that's up. one of my power animals. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, Hakate. So we are going to talk today about a seance we had last oh, night. I'll just start. This looks what like wood, like a pile of. Let me see it. Like. Um, what is this? It's like um, a pile of wood. Um, I wonder what it's supposed to be. 
Well, I bet it's like a scene unfolding here. Oh, that makes oh. sense. Because you got a lizard. Grapes. The fuck, Annabella. This is really Is that cool. a grape? or that's It's a, a leaf. Gra- it's a leaf. She made you a little nature scene for oh, your yeah. little Hikate oh, lizard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Ryan's lizard in it last night when we were doing a seance. Um, so we're going to talk about a seance tonight. With our uh, today. dear friend, Melissa St. Hilaire, uh, American Witch 13 on Instagram. She's amazing. She's such, isn't she so special? Her energy's so fucking She's really great. wonderful. Um, oh, and our good friend, Mina Savari, no big deal. Well, I just <laughs> met her. Oh, so that's right, that's right. That um, she and I are, are good friends well, at this point. But She's been uh, my ride for a while to things like this, so we're good friends now that I've read. She's the best car. She's one of those freaking cars that only emits um, water. It's, I'm just... I need a new car. No, but I'm it was really car. fun last night because we, that's my it first. It was so fun. That's like my first table to It was only five of us. To. Renee was there. It was only five of us. So it was Another like, leaf? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yours is re- really shaping up here. We'll post my a picture of this. loves this already. Look at my bear. She the just was, Dolly, I love you. Hanging out. Do you need on to be on my lap? No, I think she's fine. Okay. Let's keep you focused. I need Sorry. to keep you focused. I um I'm having a bit of a traumatic triggering weekend and I needed my emotional support animal, but she forced herself on me. She's like, Bitch, you're not leaving the house without me. And you were right, Wobo. She's a welcome guest over here at the she's mine a good at, guest. The, at the at the residence. Oh, she's um, so beautiful. The uh, but like last night during the seance, Angela was very distracted because there was f- six cats in oh the house. Oh my god, the so best every cats. three minutes Angela would be like Wednesday. getting up from the table. And be like, <gasps> Oh, I'm sorry, I'm making out with a. <laughs> oh, look at this! Yeah, she made fingers for us. Oh my god, that's so cool. I know they're so cool. Yeah, because she does prosthetic limbs. It almost li- looks like my. I finger. know my the tip that she she sent me a finger tip and it looks like one of mine, which was really eerie. So maybe maybe she's got some intuition about her fingers. Oh wow, that's um, really cool. Yeah, she sent stuff for Renee too. That Thank I you so much, Anna. I appreciate yeah, that. I, the Palo Santo. What is, is you be guys? Because I don't buy this stuff anymore. We have a so listener. Who's going to vegan treats in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and sending us a peanut butter bomb? So I'm fucking over the moon about our listeners right now. You guys are so great. I've I just want to make a I want to make a, a personal note here, or uh, like a side note here, just for people listening that this is sustain. This is harvested from always sustainable mm-hmm. Palo Santo wood because Palo Santo wood is difficult to find. Well, because um, so it is in danger. Many r- people will tell Renee you. Renee just went down the wormhole not and said it's actually not true. So it's just some more like fucking. Don't tell don't tell us what to do. Go Google it for yourself, everybody. One hundred percent. So yeah. Um But it's always good to be aware of these things and yes. to try to make sure you're not uh, you know, oh, contributing to like a uh, a larger problem when oh, you're when you're doing this. I can't even I gotta put a fucking sleep mask on so I don't look at my beautiful dog. Look how beautiful she is. She's so old right she's deaf, she can't even hear me right now. She, you saw her. She could barely get upstairs. I have to carry her. She she's weighs like cute. two pounds now. She's so little. She's a she's a very cute puppy. <sighs> yeah. Well, after I lost Daisy, it's been a weird. We've been Dolly and I have been reconnecting in a strange way. But I'm also like I can't love you too much because it's. I don't think your thing is screwed on tight enough. Ryan's just dumping water all over himself. He's <laughs> he's reenacting the scene from Flashdance. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs> I was like, did I just be myself? I guess I'm I'm a man of a certain age. <laughs> I've been really surprised about how long it's been since I wet the bed. Well, that maybe that's a good sign that you're not like drinking drinking too much. Too much. Exactly, but. <laughs> oh, wait, is that booze? Or booze? Is that booze infused no, coffee? Coffee. How, well, how was your Valentine's Day? What did I? Do? When was it? To uh, Friday. Oh, I just did a bunch of work stuff. Mm. I mean, I recorded podcasts oh, on that's Friday. Nice. My um, no, it was good. I had a pleasant. I had a pleasant Valentine's Day. I recorded. Uh, 
uh, with the uh, photographer Michael Donovan. Cool. I went and did his podcast. Ooh, um, that's fun. And then I did uh, my friend Linda, nice. uh, who's a photographer. Uh, she's like a nature, like a women's nature photographer. She Very does like cool. really great stuff. She came over and uh, we we did that. We had a good, we had a fun chat. I mean, there's it's interesting because the what I like is the awakening of people in these last few years. The way everyone is finding their own individual path in the way to help share information and yeah. share the empowerment um, of people, typically. I mean, women are at the forefront of that um, with the rise of the matriarchy, but it, it's an empowerment into trying to find specifically, I mean, we talk about like the divine feminine all the time. I mean, because I mean, that's very closely associated with with witchcraft and Mother Earth, yeah. et cetera. But I think it's just as important from my perspective anyway, just because of my personal experience, is it's one thing to have women come into power. It's another thing. The other side of that coin is it's it's trying to show what's just equally as important is showing men how to more responsibly handle power that they come into yeah, and that and they should that they have. Yeah, and that and it's not a yeah. power shift. And also for men to come into their power because I do believe men are extremely emasculated in this country, which is what makes machoism and like the Yeah, that's that's, a, that's an exact uh or that's my exact sentiment. I yep. mean it's the only reason someone is ever cruel or mean to someone is out of insecurity yeah. and feeling powerless. God, I'm so triggered right now. I cried so much coming over here. Well, I kept starting to cry, but then I was trying to sing along to happy music because I try to hype myself up like before for example, we record. Um, uh, soul number five, that song, I got soul. I got soul. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know how it goes. <laughs> it's good. It's, I think it's called soul number five. It's on my... Um, I'm my I just keep thinking music. of Mambo number five when you say that. Oh, shit. Maybe it's not soul number five. A little bit of no, you're right. in yeah, my that, life. That's, A that is... Of, right? Isn't, that, that's isn't such your a name song. in that song? Where's this? Soul number five. Caroline Rose. Oh, okay. Loner. Okay. I'll just play a clip of it. Yeah. Put it up to the mic. Hell yeah. This is an upbeat, good song. Okay. I cried to this a little bit. Okay. <laughs> 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 when you're in a, in a state like that, anything could make you cry, okay. right? Well, yeah. It's been a it's been a roller coaster for you recently. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's the intro. Sorry it's been about a the lack of lyrics. Uh, Download it. Yeah, a lot of emotion, a lot of triggers. It's hard. This is something that everyone, because, you know, I used to do this thing where I'd be like, we'll talk about Santa Valentine's Day, too. I mean, we got a lot to discuss. I'm just going to get all real selfish and sappy for a minute. But, like, you never know. I, I get hard on myself where I'm like, don't cry. Fuck this. But then we have come here with paths and on the path are like these little bombs that get planted inside of us and they live there for the rest of our lives. And then they get triggered. So we have like little landmines that get set off over and over. And I am so fucking triggered right now by just like my dad, my second husband, the way a Sagittarius man thinks he can talk to women sometimes. I know a lot of people on here have reached out and said like nice things about me being a Sagittarius and how it's made them like Sagittarians again. But I'll tell you what, Sagittarius men got a lot of ego going on and they like to come at people who challenge them. And, you know, that's great. Sag is up for a challenge. But I got to say, like having a lot of Sagittarius men come for me in this lifetime, I'm fucking done with the Sag man. I say we round them all up, put them on an island. I'm just kidding. Wait not a second, because really. I'm a, you know. <laughs> a Sag Moon. I'm but a Sag see, Moon. That's the other thing. You're not like that. You're never like that. Because I'm, I'm a Sag Island surrounded by water. 
Oh, you are a Sag Island. Sag Island. <laughs> Screw Fantasy this Island. This week on Sag Island. Oh, <laughs> um, playing with puppies. <laughs> Not having a savings account. <laughs> what else does Sag like? We make Sag men <laughs> confront themselves in a mirror for the ultimate <laughs> challenge. <laughs> having sex instead of dealing with emotions. <laughs> mm. That's such a great fire sign. Um, yeah, but I mean, this is the thing when... I, and I was driving over here and I was like, I was doing that thing to myself that lots of people do where I was like, man up, bitch. And then I was like, okay, no, but like good job shadow side. Um, because you, you have to be, when you get triggered, it's like, don't hold the, I'm picturing like a mousetrap now where you just hold it and it's going to snap any minute. Just let it snap. Just be triggered. See it through and then see what new lessons you can learn about what you learned that set this little time bomb inside of you in the first place, you know? And for me, it's, wow, I really never will talk to those men again in my life. Like, that's all I can do. When someone refuses to hear you, don't keep talking. I had to get up and walk away from something that was hurting me. Like, physically remove myself. And I don't know how it's going to work out because I'm not totally um, sure that everyone is, like, emotionally uh, invested or evolved enough to find a resolution here. But I'm just, like hurting and to to go it's like time travel when somebody does that to you you know like I'm going back to like stuff from my fucking childhood because of someone just now you know and I know that everybody I know everybody knows what I'm talking about I don't mind crying on the podcast (laughs) I'm also I just ovulated yesterday during the seance and I'm a little weird right now (laughs) (laughs) dropping eggs when the ghosts were coming in I (laughs) I had my crystal egg in and I was still ovulating around it so I was like damn that's some ovulate sorry about all the the bad talk Um, and the tears lots of water works today yeah, totally ovulated during a But it's like you were saying, like we don't need to be holding these things in. No, no. And that's the thing, too. When I, I don't like to let people see me cry, even though I always want to cry during these kind of confrontations, because then I think that it'll take away from my strength and I'll just be crying and trying to look strong when I think you can still cry. If anything, I think I calm down when I cry, whereas... I wanted to say mean things in return, and I was like, that will ruin everything. So I'll be the grown-up one. I'll be the fucking master 11 here, you know, and walk away. But, like, god damn. I mean, I can come up with really cruel shit to say to people. And then it's like, do I? Do I? I was also reading, have you looked at your midheaven? Have you looked at this in your chart? No. I never paid attention to mine. Mine is in Libra, which is interesting. And it makes a lot of sense because that's kind of like the home you keep and things like that. But then the opposite of that is Aries. So I will fight like a motherfucker in my home as well, which you can ask anybody I ever lived with. It's true. Like I'll get real, um, not territorial, but like if I'm teaching the same lesson over and over to a partner or, you know, we'll just have a fight about it, like a big fight, which I think is pretty common too. But Midheaven is something everybody should look into for themselves. Super easy to find in your chart. Just Google it. Um, Here's something. If there's ever anything you can Google, Google it first before you reach out to psychics who charge money for that. You know what I'm saying? People on Instagram with adorable questions that Google can answer. Wink, wink. Just consider googling things there's so there are so many message boards reddit has everybody's curious um yeah but midheaven anyway being triggered well i want to <sighs> say something about the uh like crying as a yeah please as cancer. a sign of weakness yeah um there's oh my gosh it's so, it's such a weird place i just saw this quote 
on the wall uh, of a place where I go and exercise uh, just like this week. <laughs> I'm picturing like a playground. <laughs> this this place, this hot new gym. And <laughs> it's, um, it's a quote and I'm going to, I can't remember the quote exactly, but I can remember the essence of it mm. is that it is through my perceived weakness that people will ultimately understand the like profoundness of my power. Oh, I love that. Um, that's the that's the essence of this quote. I fucking and love that. It is. I don't need to show you, even though you think that I may be showing a sign of weakness right now. Um, ultimately, what you will come to understand is just how profoundly powerful I really fucking <sighs> am. And the thing is, because that is where yeah, my real strength comes from, true. is being in that vulnerability is like, I am so strong that I am capable of being vulnerable. Man, that is so true. There is a tweet that I love. I retweeted it a while ago. I'm just trying to find it right now. Oh, here we go. Sophie St. Thomas um, at the Bowie Cat on Twitter. She tweeted this like two years ago. She wrote, I have been raped, shot at and survived my house literally crumbling on top of me during a hurricane. And some of you stalker trolls still think that a mean Twitter Instagram comment is going to affect me. I'm here. I'm a good writer and I'm not going anywhere. Move along. Isn't that beautiful? I think about that all the time. I retweeted it to my Twitter. I'm trying to get back into Twitter. Honestly, since the election, who's into Twitter? I mean, it's hard. It's hard to be on Twitter. Um, but Sophie St. Thomas, those words come to me all the time. I've been raped, shot at, spread my house, literally crumbling on top of me. And some fucking man thinks he's gonna take me down with words i mean come on you're right though the showing showing vulnerability is a strength we have to flip the script on this because it is a huge misconception even i did used to cry much more easily in front of people and i i think i have to start doing it again i stopped because i'm a really ugly crier i'm a really ugly <laughs> so cryer. it's a vanity thing my kunk um my my um you know my little witch keeping BFF who uh, lives far away she uh whenever I'd cry in front of her she'd go you just look like this wet meat thing when you cry <laughs> and one time she told me I looked like um a fucked up muppet <laughs> which is true so I hate crying in front of people because I can't just when I see a movie and just tears are streaming down how do they do that my whole body locks up and like wets itself. So <laughs> I'm so impressed you know by when, Pretty Cry. Uh, you know how you can take a sponge and squeeze it in your Th fist? Yes, that's what it looks like. <laughs> You've seen me cry, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's how I feel on the inside too when I'm getting ready to cry. I feel <sighs> like almost like when you take a balloon that is losing um, some of its capacity uh -huh. and then you just take a part of it and you squeeze it through your fist and it, a part of it like comes out and squeezes out. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes, And um that's what I feel like on the inside when I'm like getting ready to cry. Um, and it kind of immobilizes my vocal capability. Yeah. I also want to talk about, I keep forgetting that I started reading your book because I got so distracted by other things. I also, oh, that's right. Yeah, I, we haven't yeah. talked about that. Your, when did I, I sent it to you, what, like good. a week ago? I have or a week really good a week notes for ago? you. Um, I, I went really hard on the first chapter because that's the most important. Okay, ones. good, yeah. But I'm yeah. really, really happy I that I struggled the this. most with the first chapter Oh, yeah, yeah, everybody that. does. And that's okay because I'm, I'm like copy editing. I'm like really working it over and then you can just I'm, I'm doing the track changes so you can accept or delete whatever you want um but i came up with this great idea for a book that i'm dying to write possibly make as a workbook called magical healing and how like statistically speaking i should be a dead um failed sex worker you know like it would not have empowered me i believe it does empower a lot of people and i am 
fascinated and applaud this uh, attitude in them. I wish it were from, I wish it empowered me. I, I'm so fascinated by it. But I f- always feel like, um, you know, I've seen the super sad strippers and I've, I have felt how that could have been me based on all the fucked up shit that happened to me as a child. I have no idea why my path was different, but there are so many people like me who are just uh, like found weird elements that were um, totally unconventional and kept pulling themselves up with it. And I want to write like an actual workbook and give people things to do. And even the deities I've worked with who have healed me and empowered me. Hakate never would have touched me. Never would have come near me until I got to this point where I'm like not afraid of men. Not afraid of the dark. And, and it's hard to get there. But I know that that's when she when she finally started coming in. I feel like she was always kind of there, you know. Um, but there's so much to be said for, because you never get rid of it for just owning it and saying like, no, it doesn't make me weak. It makes me strong. I didn't, I didn't overdose and kill myself, you know, which lots of people do. Lots of people can't handle it. This life is hard. And fucking soulmates and catalysts and all that shit coming at you and challenging you. And just last night, Mina was saying to me, she's like in the car, she was like, you know, when you, when you have a bunch of stuff you're excited about and somebody tries to shit on it, that's just a challenge. That's just the time that you say like, no, I'm not going to believe you. And then you move on and then you're more empowered by it. And she's totally right. Yeah. And that's interesting because I mean, there's, you know, there's definitely a richness of perspective when it comes to someone like Mina sharing something like that with yeah. you. I don't know her story and I don't, you know, like I said, I just met her, but she's I could only, amazing. Ima- but I could only imagine. Right. Yeah. Now, that is interesting. Well, first of all, I'm glad that, you know, I've been kind of, you know, because I've been telling my friends, I'm like, well, it's nerve wracking. It's not like I just gave a book to. Oh, no. To, I mean, like a memoir is like, you gave it's a like ro- oh, do you think my life sucks? Everybody you know what I mean? you've sent it to has basically their, their, uh, one of your raw nerves in their hands. Well, you're the only person I've sent it to. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm so flattered. That's why I wasn't yeah. rushing because I thought you were getting more feedback. So, okay. I'm no, going to rush No, you're the only person. I figured I'd send it. it to you first because you're a fucking published author. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> but I mean, also, I care so much well, about yeah, and your I, book. And I also understand that. And you've been mm-hmm. very supportive along the way. So, But it's like nerve-wracking as all hell uh-huh. to give someone like your like a part of your life. I have like, it Is open my on life my computer right now. Yeah. And um, so, but no, you're a fucking, I mean, I'm just trying to remind the listeners. Thanks, Ryan. That, I mean, I don't even, I think you've lost track of how many books you've published. Yeah, and how many fucking crazy outlines, how many things I ghost wrote is just, be- sorry, I did wake up totally. Um, it's just like beyond. And when I, whenever I think about, it's funny because I understand how everybody feels about a book and how overwhelming it is. You just did the hardest thing. The hardest thing is just to sit down and put it all out. And even though you will have to move lots around and rewrite it, you gave it bones and now you just all. Yeah, no, the that's skin. the most, it's like the most rewarding part of yeah. any process. I know when it comes to writing a screenplay mm-hmm. or if I'm writing a pilot, I always print it out. Yeah. And, you know, I can't recommend that enough to people. Maybe, maybe if you're listening to this, you're struggling finishing a writing project. That's such a good Even tip. if it's a short story or like a novella or whatever you want to call it or a play. Um, if you print it out and hold what you've created in your hand, now you're physically manifesting something from your mind. Yeah. And the power of that and just look at it and hold it. I like to print something out and then make notes and edit with a pen or a pencil. Yeah. Right? Um, to me, that's 
it's much more gratifying than going through on a computer and yeah. doing the edits that way. And then I go back. And then so after I did the first, after I wrote wrote the thing, mm-hmm. got it out of my fucking head. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, because I even know now that there's like one or two chapters I wanted to move around probably and like move like way up to the front and move one to the back. Anyway, but there there's something about like that's the real magic of your creation. Like, yep. People need to remember that you have created something from nothing. Yes, exactly. And so when you hold it in your hands, you realize the power of your mind. Yeah. You realize the power and the limitless uh, scope of the creative abilities yeah. that you have from your consciousness, which is fucking unexplainable. Yep. Oh God, I just saw such a beautiful orb next to you. The thing people don't understand, because it really does piss me off how everybody thinks, oh, I'll just write a book someday. It's not like that. Writing is writing is a muscle writing I only get better every year I get better because I'm writing you could be journaling you could be a very natural writer I you've written a lot you are a natural storyteller I'm not at all counting you in this but when people think it's just going to be so easy to just sit down and write a book and I've worked for these people I've ghost written their shit writing is a muscle writing is an exercise when you have a first draft it's just a first draft people don't understand how much goes into a book so what but the hardest thing is just finishing a book writing you can't look at it like I have to finish this book. You have to. You did this. You joyfully wrote it. You were into it. You would sit down and you would make it like a thing. Like it is something to make yourself start. But once you're in it, you have to find the joy. And if there's no joy and if there's no compulsion, then there's you're never going to be a writer. And I know so many people who call themselves a writer who have no joy and no compulsion. I compulsively have to write. I've always been this way. I didn't even want to be a writer in this life. I just came in a writer, you know? Um, There's a difference between what we were talking about, like what Mina said to you in the car. Yeah. About like shutting someone down. Yeah. And there's a difference between that and acknowledging that someone is... Just ignorant of the fact of what it takes. Yes. And it's not like they're like purposefully trying to be a bad person by being like, I'm going to write a book someday and and who have never written anything. Yeah, exactly. And here's the thing. The first like, yeah, if you're going to write a book, the first two chapters might be agonizing. You have to hit a stride and you have to get joyful. You have to find the joy in it. You have to write it for you and kind of take the pressure off where it's not like, I have to get this published. This has to change my life. You have to write a book. Like, look at Mark Twain. Look at uh, Stephen King. They wrote for joy. And granted, both of them um, have had money problems and had to write for other reasons as well. But they started out as joyful writers. And that's what you have to do. You have to write you have to write from your heart. You have to write from a joyful place. You have to write what you know. Well, Mark Twain's money problems, I would argue, not knowing nearly as much about him as as you do, mm-hmm. come from his joy of like being alive and like he was his a imagination. He was right? a sad, Like when yeah. it comes to like the printing press, he he invested yeah. all of his money in the well, wrong printing press. Well, that was his childhood press. trigger because right? he was pulled out of school and his dad died and had to work. God, I'm so emotional right now. It must be ovulation as well. Had to work as a printer's assistant. Couldn't even go to school. Couldn't even live with his mom anymore. Like, it, it was so fucked up. So he invested in something that was like, this is going to be, this yeah. is going to change everything. Yep. And he just happened to invest in the wrong one. Yeah, exactly. Um, he, You know, it's like he put all of his money Lost into HD DVDs. Money. Yes. If you remember. Oh, he did. Back when, and the, then on the other side of the, the, the lake, there was the guy making the Blu-ray or mm-hmm. the person making yep. the Blu-ray. And then the Blu-ray took off. Yep. 
It's, instead of the HD Twain. DVD. Yep. And then he did at a time when no one thought he could do it. He paid back all his debts and he kept all his works. He kept the rights to all of his books, which is a phenomenal accomplishment considering how fucking bankrupt he was. I was going to tell you too, Stephen King has a Sagittarius moon. He's Virgo, which is why he's so prolific with a Sag moon. Imagination. Sag is pure imagination. So Sag is an idea person. Like we're, we're Renaissance people. We can do anything and we have some of the best brains for engineer stuff like a Sagittarius can take something apart and put it back together even if you're sitting there and you're listening and you're a Sagittarius or have a Sag moon you're like I can't do that try it you probably can also if you're a Sag you're probably never gonna say I can't do that about anything yeah I mean <laughs> I've I've done predominantly all of the work on my car over the years and I'm not have a, you really I'm not a car guy Holy shit, Ryan. I mean, with the exception that of changing so brakes. Mm -hmm. Like, I've dismantled doors and, like, wow. put them back together yep, somehow. me too. Um, to fix, like, windows that uh -huh. weren't working I've anymore and things like that. But I installed a CB radio into my last car. Ooh. I mean, I use, like, YouTube videos and, you yep. know, I look up how to do that's it. That's the thing, especially now with the internet, we can do just about anything. But that's the thing Sag never sees. It's also why the full, the tarot card, the full is often representative, re representative of Sag. Because we will step off a cliff looking at the sky. I almost killed myself changing my oil. <laughs> of course you I did. didn't have the car up on, uh, like, block or what? whatever all the way. And then I was, like, walking around doing something distracted and the car like rolled off. Oh, wow. And like went your to the ground. And so I was like, working. I was lucky I wasn't underneath when it happened. Holy shit. You lucky or well protected. Yeah. That's the other thing though. We are born under Jupiter and it's the luckiest planet. So there's that too. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's talk a little more about the seance. Yeah. Or, or, or is that what you wanted to get into? Yeah. Let's talk about the seance. So, um, the biggest thing with my psychic awakening has been seeing people's animals. And that's been so amazing because that's all I, I feel like I'm in this world just for the animals. Oh, yeah. I mean, I felt like we were on a safari last night. Yeah, and you were right? pointing out, like, as we traveled through the astral plane or wherever we were, you were, like, pointing out, now there's the rhino that belongs to so-and-so. <laughs> oh, this well, is a spotted owl. That's a... Yeah, know, it like, was so cool. Um, It was fun, too, because Melissa is a Pisces and she is so sweet. And there are people who try to take advantage of her, which is very common with Pisces. And she has sharks. She has like this magnificent shark. And then we were in like the canals of Venice. But then we were also in my Portugal castle, which whenever I journey or go to it like this, it's surrounded by water. It's really crazy. Um, and there was somebody like, sh like sh they were shining a spotlight on the wall of either the castle or Venice or something. And it was just a shark fin going past. So her sharks are really protective of her. That's really cool. Maybe that's why I was seeing that. I was, like, I was seeing this, you know, when you see, like, a chimpanzee being, like, you know, warning people to stay away or, like, getting uh -huh. ready to be in a fight with something, like, they had their mouth open. Yeah. And their teeth. I saw one of those, but with, like, crazy hair. Like, long Whoa. hair. Oh, yeah. They all look weird over, and I mean, it's yeah. very rare that they don't look. That but I, but it wasn't like, hey, this, uh, this is a bad energy trying to come into this, uh, you know, into the space yeah. we are in. They're protective of their people. Yeah. When I read people, when I do remote readings, um, I usually see animals first come through. And sometimes they're like their ancestors or their people past. Um, but sometimes they're power animals and then they show themselves to me again and again. Um, but it's so fun because they are usually defensive at first. Like they feel me out. And then once they see that I'm there to help the person, then they start showing me like all their different looks. And that's usually what it takes is I need to see them usually just three times is all it takes. Then I know it's their animal. 
But um, the sharks were so cool last night. I've never seen a shark. For yeah, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. And what then because especially because it tied into I mean, well, I don't want to go into her personal stuff, but she had um, she had a personal, you know, vision of that, re- yeah. that tied in directly to shark teeth. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, that she brought up. Yeah. Um, it is. I've never done the table tipping. Wasn't before. that great? That was really cool. And what a great story about the origins yeah. of finding that table. Right? Where she kind of like channeled an Melissa's antiquer. Melissa's the real deal. Yeah, yeah. She's pretty cool. Yeah. And that was a really fascinating. So it's always fun to go into a situation. And now granted, I think I'm like everybody else. There's a small part of my grown up adult Western materialistic brain mm-hmm. that is just like, that is kind of always like, what the fuck are we doing? Oh, this, yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's, I think that's normal. Mm -hmm. And so I don't, I don't judge myself for having those thoughts pop in during a seance or a situation like that. I just kind of brush them aside and be like, oh, isn't that cute? You're trying to stop me from enjoying this experience because you're afraid of the, the, the truth that it's just so real. Yes. Um, and that like, because what it does is it, it prevents us from, I have this experience when I'm on the Reiki table with Sarah or when I'm having some other energy work that's like really powerful done mm-hmm. or a meditation, I start to, I have that moment like right when the psychedelics are kicking in Yeah, and it's like an overwhelming, like, Oh my God, Oh my God. Like what the fuck, you know, yes. like what's happening. And so I can ha- I had that feeling a couple times last night oh, during yeah. the seance. At one point I almost had to pull my hands off the table cause I was like, I can't handle well, this. What was, he can't handle this. Yeah. <laughs> um, when we were all holding hands, um, somebody was breathing on Renee's and my hands together. And oh yeah, because uh, you were to my left and Renee was to your left. Uh-huh. Melissa was to my right and Mina, Mina was, was to her them. right. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So your left hand, Renee's right hand. Yeah. For to give people a visual I image thought, of this. I thought at first I was like, because you know my hand, it's too. We my were left. passing it's energy balls, by the way, from left to right yeah. or right to left. Yeah. And it was cool because when Renee passed me hers, I could see the color. It was like yellowish orange, and the color I was passing was bluish purple, like very indigo. And when I went to pass them to you, they turned green together. And which don't those colors make green, blue and yellow, right? Um, Green and yellow make blue. Green and yellow. Yellow and green make blue. Yellow and blue make green. And blue and green make purple. You're really wrong. Blue and green make purple or brown. Oh, my God. You're so I'm like going crazy right now by how wrong your colors are and trying to visualize (laughs) this. Red and blue make purple. Yellow and blue make green. Green and something make nothing. You're crazy. You are crazy. Um, but so I saw the. I co- just. I was just saying as many colors combinations. That was as making I could. me. I seriously started to go cross-eyed, and my third eye was like. Burr. Um, I so I see the colors make green, and then I saw your lizard come out, and then I saw your lizard had that crazy red and white eye that I was oh, talking yeah, about. Oh yeah. Um. And then it turned brown. The lizard's eye turned brown, which was interesting. But what do yellow and green make? B- it's like chartreuse. What is chartreuse it's even? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's like a, a weird limey green. Some people think it's tacky, but I love chartreuse. Oh, okay, okay. I love a good so chartreuse. So I love when the lizard shows up. Oh, yeah. There's also a, a liquor called chartreuse that's delicious. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I, I think Tastes I've seen like that. Tastes like licorice, yeah. There's a part of me that will, wants to, uh, you know, like I tell the joke on stage <gasps> Your sometimes. Eagle I'm like, came oh, I'm like a, I'm, I'm a, oh I'm a God, lizard. I'm remembering all that now. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I'm like, don't worry, I'm not a reptilian because if I was, this place would be sold out. Ah. 
but <laughs> you know, because reptilians are just you know they're rich. Um, oh yeah, so the eagle, sh- my eagle yeah. showed up when we were at the very beginning. The, I think the first animal I saw was a tiger destroying a crocodile, and blood was flying everywhere. But it was like oh yeah, beautiful animated. Um, almost like hieroglyphic drops of blood splattering. And Renee spoke about how the crocodile is, um, it's about, you know, uh, it's about like moving forward, like yeah. starting something like yeah. that you have it, that you've been holding back. And right? Melissa said her power animal is the tiger. So that was cool. And then I saw your eagle come flying and I think it was a rose. It could have been a poppy too, which in the UK is um, a symbol of war ending, I think. Um, I'm sure with so many listeners in the UK, I'm sure somebody could tell us. Um, we could also Google it. No pressure. We have the access to Google. Um, but it was this, it was this eagle. It came swooping down. It had a red flower in its, in its beak. And then I saw Renee spider came right in. Um, did I see my stuff? Did I see, I saw a lot of bats, which is also one of Renee's. Um, what else was there? Did I see anything from Mina? I felt like I said something. Oh, I saw her um, spirit child. The Reaching out from inside of her. Yeah. And uh, everybody, I think, in the room is indigo. Because first I saw Mina was indigo. And I was like, of course Mina's indigo. Like, she's vegan. She's environmentalist. Super, super in tune. And also kind of alien. She's an Aquarius. And indigo is basically like... I mean, it's sort of like an alien soul, but we are the ones coming to influence everybody to take better care of the planet and all the, the beings. And then I looked around and we all looked indigo. It was re- it was the that most was really cool at the beginning because I saw what the universe appeared to be a dark. We're like we were in space, mm-hmm. like all of us. We we're all floating in space with the table, mm-hmm. and the fabric of space was comprised of and maybe it's because i i love the game civ civilization by sid meyer so much but they were like neon light maybe chartreuse mm-hmm. uh octagons Ooh. That, like made up patches like it was just octagons everywhere, yeah. right so that's the fabric of the universe a, a very light kind of chartreuse color uh-huh. octagons everywhere and then I saw, like, when we called in, she called in the, uh, Melissa called in the Archangel Raphael. And then and Michael. And then Michael. Michael was the bouncer. Raphael was to come in the circle and help And then I saw her cat bouncing stuff. And then I saw her cat destroying a deck of cards. And she told me she has an evil tarot deck that she uses for, what is the word? Or a bad energy tarot deck. Yeah, bad energy tarot <laughs> deck. <laughs> but evil does evil. sound more dramatic. <laughs> I am sad. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, always yeah. going to be over so, the top. But I saw <laughs> seemingly purple... They were almost like purple slimers from Ghostbusters, <gasps> uh, but without that definition of like form and features, like swirling around. Those the, are indigo the children. The golden, like white um, bubble of protection that we had around. Was it us like all. was it purple or was it kind of like a lavender blue? Yeah, it was like a. It was like a. It was like very light purple. It was like yeah. a bright. Those yeah. were indigo souls. I see them um, sometimes with people who are trying to have kids because right now just indigo galore is coming through to, to try to save the planet. You know, doing their best. We're all doing our best. Um, but yeah, all I saw were were was indigo energy. It was crazy. Yeah, but it was fun because I definitely saw Raphael and Michael show up. Yeah. And then, oh, you know, with the swirling around Michael. of everywhere of like, you know, of those spirits and souls. The interesting thing I saw too was I did see like a gold, like a large golden light being put their hand on Mina's shoulder. Oh yeah. You saw uh, from stand li- and on Melissa her felt right shoulder. Major protection with her. Yeah. And that was, Oh my dragon. 
Oh yeah, yeah, your dragon. It was like it was like you thought your dragon was the one breathing on your hands. Did I? At one point, you said that. It might have been, but that felt very um because it was it was a cold breath. It wasn't a warm breath. Was it your grandma that I made I just had this hot? moment where I realized, like, what if this is like the first time anyone's ever listened to this? I think about and that. They tuned sometimes. in at like five minutes ago. It was like for some reason, like the the podcast started at like thirty <laughs> minutes, and then it's just like, oh yeah, and there's a dragon. I just felt. <laughs> I know we used to introduce ourselves, but I'm just like, you know, whatever. They'll figure it out. They'll read the description on our website. Yeah, my mom loves. I talked to my mom this morning. Aw. And she loves the description. I don't think she listens to the podcast. I think she just reads the description. Oh, um, she loves the descriptions of the podcast. She's like, oh, Aww. I just love, you know, um, you know, the magic going uh, descriptions. And I was like, <laughs> you mean this is where the magic happens? <laughs> Your mom's uh, yeah. So and so uh, Your she mom's was a patron. She was telling me what she tell me today. Um, oh, my mom was on. She something I'd never heard of. It was called uh, white coat syndrome, Ooh. Um, which is when you. Uh, your like blood pressure rises only when you're seeing a doctor. Oh, I have heard of this. Yeah. yeah so my mom has that. It turns out. Wow. Right? And so she was on blood. She had. She was on medicine medication oh, for high no. blood pressure. And some of the side effects are like swelling feet or ankles. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, tiredness. Uh, you know, some depressive side effects. So anyway, she goes back in and she tells her doctor that um, she thinks that she might have you know white coat syndrome. And uh, the doctor, but the doctor doubles her blood Fuck pressure. Doctor, and then she becomes like very, she just becomes very blasé, right? Yeah. She's, she's, so she's like, so I told Jim, who's my stepdad, she's like, why do I feel? Why am I depressed? Like, what what's going on? And then, uh, and this ties into something my grandma said to her too, which just like re like my grandma showed up last night. I didn't tell her about that yet. I was like, I'll tell you that story later. Yeah. But um, and then. So she goes to Florida. She gets she gets her own blood pressure machine so she can measure her own blood pressure. Good home. for her. She starts journaling what her her scores are mm-hmm. or numbers are. She goes to see a different doctor. She takes in her journal. She tells it like this is I this is what I think and this is what I I want you to test my machine. I want you to take my blood pressure. It's going to be high because mm-hmm. I have white I believe I have white coat syndrome and I want you to these are all the numbers I've been taking with my machine. I want you to test my machine, make sure it gets the same numbers. She tests the machine, she's your machine works. Um and then she takes her blood pressure blah blah blah. They match. It's high. She looks at the journal and she goes, "Yeah, you have all of the symptoms of this medication." And the fact that your doctor doubled it when it's only a 20% increase yeah. in effectiveness, even when you double it, she goes, that, that seems... That is so irresponsible. It, it's irresponsible. And so she, now she's off the medicine. Good. And she feels great. Um, and she feels much better. And then she told me, she's like, I remember asking or saying something to your grandmother when I was younger, saying something like, oh, it's raining. I always get so depressed. Um when it's raining she and she says do you ever get depressed and my grandma <laughs> so grandma grandma jesus who i'm talking oh about, yeah, yeah she told my mom she goes i never get depressed and she goes you don't she goes no i keep the weather in my pocket oh my god I love that. and i was like and i told my mom I was like i don't know exactly what that means but i love it yeah like i kind of get the we, sentiment of it yeah and, it, and the idea is that like oh i keep the weather in my pocket like i am in control yeah uh and the weather is just a thing that yep. i have um and that's just like this, you know, five foot, hundred pound, yeah, woman. Her just energy. Like, I'll keep the weather in my pocket. We have to call her in for every seance because when she came, it felt like a heat lamp was on our hands. She was yeah. And then so she told hot. somebody, "Don't call me a witch, right?" 
Yeah, Renee. Uh, yeah, Renee yeah, said, because yeah. she was at the stove, She and Renee was like, she feels very Jesus-y. But then she said, that girl's crazy. And oh, yeah. who knows which of us she was tagging yeah, about. Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I didn't feel, because... Um, because at one point she goes, no, she doesn't like being called a witch. They were, they were, Melissa and Renee felt her being like, they didn't, she didn't like it. But I felt her with me, the way she was with you. Like, I felt like... She was happy that I was there. Like I felt like she was. Oh, she's no, probably that, already yeah. checked me out before. No, you know? for sure, for sure. But like, but like specifically, uh, what I mean is like, Marjorie mm-hmm. as is, was her name. Is her name like wouldn't want to be called a witch? That, like Marjorie already, wouldn't. She just like in that in, traditional yeah, sense. Yeah, no, right? she, you just invoked her by saying that my chest started to get real hot. Like yeah. I pet mold of it because she was so like you know religious. Mm-hmm. At one point, she, and she also I never forget. Like I told her one time I was dating this gal, and her first question was, "Are you equally yoked?" I mean, so like. <gasps> She used like terminology. Like Holy that, right? shit! You need to put some of this in your book. Right. So this is um, good terminology. It might be in there. I don't know if are equally you yoked equally is, yoked? I don't know I if that part's in there. So much words, sparkly stuff around. But Marjorie's head. in. She's definitely in the book. Good. I can't wait to get to that part. She's well. There's a big part of the book about about one of my about the biggest miracle I ever saw. I gotta finish this book. Uh, is there's a whole chapter on that? <gasps> what uh, if we gave our higher tier patrons after we get it? A, a sneak peek of the book or parts of it. That's I could do that. Idea. I mean, I put like a I put like a rough unedited we chapter on my other <sighs> for my other thing, but I could do a one an edited version of I it. I don't know if I say this enough, but we have really loving, generous, amazing listeners, and I feel like I have such we have such a good community around us, Ryan. Seriously, I no, just I'm definitely say very thank grateful you. for that. Yes. Yeah, it's been real world changing. We're like, I just feel like there's. God, your grandma's still here. I'm so hot. Um, I don't know what she maybe she has a message. Um, but yeah, I am so grateful for these people. This has been like, oh, the world's not garbage. People, human race, there are great ones here too. You know, no, and the great <laughs> ones don't advertise. It's true. It's true. And I'm so glad I call. I tr- I only ever call in people I can really help. Um, and people who will accept help with readings, which sometimes this is why I get payment in advance because sometimes people checking out at the last minute please don't take that and decide to do that anybody but um people will not want their stuff to be seen suddenly and it's not like that they're not going to show me like the pile of dirty laundry you've lived with in your bedroom for six months they're not going to show me that that doesn't matter they're going to show me like vitamins you need sometimes they're not going to they're never going to humiliate you they're they're going to get my ear and tell me all the things that you're neglecting that you're not letting them tell you basically yeah they're not the cool kids at school who make fun of you when yeah you your guides love you yeah they want you to feel safe. They want you to feel good here. They want they're living, you to succeed. They're like essentially living with you. Yes. They really want us to succeed, you know? Um, but yeah, the the thing with your grandma, I wonder what she... Did she have a message last night? Um, no, she was uh, She was just kind of hanging out, um, being cool, yeah, I think. Yeah, she really had some cool energy. Well, David Bowie showed up as usual for Renee and just kind of like strutted around the table and then left. It's so weird because when... And it's and it's fantastical, right? And it's actually for we, sure. We had a lighter that belonged to uh, a, a you know one of Bowie's friends. Oh yeah. At the at the uh, at the house, and uh, because Melissa was friends with her late friend mm-hmm. was uh, friends with David, and it's interesting because when after because I didn't know who Baby Boy I didn't know what it meant when oh Baby Boy's here. Oh, ba- or, he calls or, her baby. Or baby doll. Baby doll. But what's crazy, the, the uh, like. But, so I didn't know that was Bowie at first. Yeah. But then, like, 
when and it's like, oh, baby doll. Oh, okay, I'm hearing baby doll. And so like, and oh, walking around checking everybody out. But like, I saw even though our eyes were closed, you can still see a little bit of light that's coming in. Yeah. And she had a light thing that was changing colors. Sure. Yeah. But what I saw was um, almost if you have your eyes lightly closed. And it's kind of dark, mm-hmm. but there's still light. And you can see someone, uh, like, I saw someone walking oh, and yeah. blocking light in between people. Like, yeah. So I saw a moving shadow moving around the table, like, physically. Yeah. Like, not just in my mind's eye. Like, I saw that happening. And I was like, it's, it's like someone's walking around the table. And they're like, oh, yeah, Bowie's going around strutting yeah. around checking he just out. walked around the table and i was like that's like, fucking weird man. yeah and then he just kind of left like he just wanted to come and be like hey and then leave like it was yeah so cool and one of the things too we talked about it was you know when you're when you're on the other side it's my guess um you can be everywhere and anywhere all at the same time yeah well then a lot of so Hikate, just like if like if bowie's showing up at a particular seance yeah that doesn't mean bowie can't be he can just at a million other places He's at the same time. He's not confined to a body anymore. Yeah. Um, all that weird Hakate stuff that came through was interesting near the end. Like, there was just a lot. And it felt like somebody had a big message. And then we played with the spirit box. What were the messages that came through that? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Um, Mine was The spirit all box was a little... We were, like, playing around with in, like, the sound and everything. Talk about going insane. When you are blindfolded and listening to... When you're doing the Estes method. It's or a variation of the Estes method, yeah, I should say. Because it's I not the like legit Estes method. Go mad for For that. the paranormal nerds out there. It's not yeah. the legit Estes method. Um, it's, a, it's a light variation of it. Um, there is, a, you know, to do it, like, most effectively, it, you have to go full on with it. But, um, yeah, I think it's, uh, there was a couple times where when I was, when I was in with it, uh, I was getting, like, a, something about death and space. It seemed like those were coming up. Yeah. Uh, that theme came up a lot. Something oh, about there was lots something of Something about death and space. Remember, because Renee saw our hands as skeletal, and then I saw skeletons sitting on the table. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot. She said that they wanted us to confront our mortality, which was pretty cool. Yeah. But, yeah, it was a big, weird night, and I feel like the biggest message didn't make its way, and we should all be setting intention to ask for that. Well, it got pretty late, and, you know, the uh, so we had to call it a night mm-hmm. at some point. But... Uh, you know, and there's it's uh, there's something different about the spirit box changes the energy of something too. Yeah, it does. And I think you have to be. Um, I mean, when we do it again, I'll just do a better job of setting it up at the beginning. But the uh, it ha- uh, you know I'll get a rig, you know, so I know like all the moving parts. But there. Oh well, also super exciting stuff. We have a lot of listeners in LA. Melissa wants to put together a parent. Don't say the name yet because we don't want to lose the website. I still have to figure out how to buy it. Um, but she wants to put together a group of paranormal psychic investigators that you, Ryan, Renee, and I will all do um, and possibly have events. Poss- I mean, I don't know how we're going to do this yet. Well, it's funny because my buddy Karen Rontowski and I have co-led. Uh, we co-led an investigation uh, south of town last year that was very successful. Uh, our buddy Christiane, who... Um, that's what she does. She sets um, these up. Also, I'm just remembering this. She's like the, she, that's all she, she sets these this events is, up. This is, I fucking love paranormal investigation. There's also um, a, a friend of one of my best friends owns a really cool haunted motel in Oregon. And I know we have a lot of listeners there. Um, you guys, the best way to do this is go to our website, uh, wherethemagichappens.com. 
and sign up for the newsletter. We're going to send a newsletter when we get these events together. But um, my friend is putting me in touch with this person, and she's super into woo. And because it's haunted, I just saw a thing in the hallway again. Um, but um, we can go there and do an investigation and lead some crazy fun witch stuff. Um, but I really want to start doing events. I love meeting the people who like we just we have really good people the it's fun to connect um we're gonna start doing in LA um my good friend Prairie who did our podcast the um which one was it the spirits one she has a she's um bit by the bit by a fox is her podcast on her blog um but she and I are gonna start putting together like uh crazy weird witch witchcraft and craft cocktail events in LA we're talking to sponsors and stuff right now um but we're not totally sure what shape that's gonna take yet so get on the mailing list but then I want to do seances where same thing craft cocktails witchcraft seance whatever but we're putting together a whole bunch of <laughs> you and I fun. come from this from like such different perspectives I know I'm like let's get shit-faced and, and look I'm like no let's get real serious and <laughs> know, keep all the alcohol out of here we're planning something really big for Halloween. So anybody who w- get here for Halloween, like, we're trying and to I find, are doing something We're trying to big. find evidence. Yeah, yeah. We I don't know. want people being like, well, they're all drunk. <sighs> it's so fun. We're trying to change the world. <laughs> you know what's so, I was thinking about my, my brother today because he's like, he has sent me the worst videos of coronavirus stuff, which hopefully this, is, I, I just misuse. Everybody misuses the word hopefully. Did you know that? You can't say hopefully this works out. Hopefully is like an adverb. He hopefully climbed the mountain to reach the top. Like we all misuse hopefully. That's just a little grammar lesson. I'm going to keep doing it probably because I'm conditioned. But anyway, he um, he keeps sending me these coronavirus videos where they're like maybe shooting people in China who are infected just to We can't spread it. that if it's maybe. No, we don't know. Don't even say that. Nobody even knows like what these are. People, though, whistleblowers have been going missing. We all know about that. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's horrible. Whatever this is, it's definitely horrible. Whatever's happening there. But um, my brother will send me these videos and he's like, who knows if this is real? This is, but he's like, terrifying me with so this. why does he keep sending and it to you if he doesn't I know. know it's real and and what's I, I don't know if i said this last time we had a podcast i might have but um because he bought me the ticket to come home for, to to visit him in florida and um and he keeps scaring me and i was like i don't think i should get on a plane if this is still like a big question mark and he goes mm, maybe you should just get on the plane come here and then just stay here for a couple months and i was like uh I definitely would rather catch the coronavirus in LA. <laughs> like no way. Um, but what's so funny is he's Mr. He's so like grounded and it, it, everything has to be proven. And he has seen dozens of ghosts. He has seen the craziest shit, like stuff you would die to see, Ryan. Stuff a paranormal investigator would like pay to see. My brother has seen. And he's like, meh, who knows if ghosts are real. But now he's circulating these crazy videos just to my mom and Everybody me. has their weakness. It's true. It doesn't matter how practical someone is. No. How logical they may dream themselves to be. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their Achilles heel when it comes to irrationality. Yep. It's so true. Mine can be about this kind of stuff. I mean, I was ready to leave L.A., three and a half weeks ago because of the I know you and I both were we were like we got to get out and here. I got like and luckily Aaron talked me off the ledge <sighs> yeah um that, that's not to say that you Aaron know, talked me off the ledge too yeah but like I don't want to like this I don't want to propagate Taurus hysteria is... you know what yeah. I mean like I don't want to be a part of like oh god I love a good earth sign a part of that but yeah the um I, I try to keep my irrational hysteria confined to myself uh-huh 
you know, I don't want to infect other people with it. That's wise. Um, but I do have like uh, all mentality. the supplies in, and I will not have less than half a tank of gas in my car just because I'm in L.A. anyway. Mm-hmm. You know who I was in my last lifetime. Like all I wrote about was the danger of mob mentality. I'm not an advocate of mob mentality. So, yeah, yeah but it's I mean, we all fall into it. I just saw something really weird. I'm falling into the mob mentality of not believing that we should talk about mob mentality. I like that. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I can't wait for election season to start. I'm just kidding. Um, oh, uh, well, there, <laughs> I'm just, I'm the, well you don't have to wait for it to start because it never ends anymore. Nope, it doesn't. It's it's an ongoing <sighs> thing. But I mean, I don't want to do this, but nope. here's the thing. What I realized in, that we all know is already true, mm-hmm. but our thoughts are, you know, your manifestation practices are all about your imagination mm-hmm. and v- envisioning things. And our thought processes control who we are. Yeah. Um, and our thoughts create our reality. Now, if you, that's why it's so important to keep this in mind. Like, I won't even go on, I'll barely, I'll spend maybe 30 seconds on like CNN.com uh-huh. to check something uh, or to check, like, you know, one of I the virus the updates and things like that. I stick to the Because BBC. if you look at the headlines, uh-huh. if you just read, and I, I don't even want to do it because I don't want to no, do this. No, CNN is kind of garbage. It's ninety-five percent all garbage, mm-hmm. and it's all. It's and they're all always negative. correcting their stuff too. They always, always have negative. to throw up a correction. Does, so you have to. So it's very difficult nowadays to not be. It's it, it's they're doing magic on everyone. <laughs> they are. They they're doing like thought What's control that magic Morrissey on everyone. Because the news contrives to frighten you. Uh, she, uh, just spent she's the taking damn pictures bed. of her dog again. She's she, beautiful. This well, we almost made an hour. Look at her fucking ear hair, Ryan. I'm very proud of you. You made 56 God, minutes she's so of beautiful. I love her so being much. somewhat focused oh. on uh, away from <laughs> away from the cute pooch. Look at her ear hair, though. I mean, yeah. have you ever seen? But nobody can see it. That's uh, like they will when I post these beauties okay, to Instagram. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I spent the day in bed. The Morrissey song. I spent the. But day oh, in bed. oh, I, let's just leave it on this. I want to talk about um, the. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the cat with the missing eye. Oh, if you hadn't said it, Weasel. Weasel. Melissa's. The funny thing about Weasel, um, her familiar, her familiar, is that when she was telling the story of finding Weasel or them finding each other, Weasel finding her. Weasel finding. That's how Rue came to me. Familiars. That's the thing. But the you have to open yourself up. The best part about it was. Weasel, you could tell, I could tell, everyone could tell. Because mm-hmm. the story was, I don't know, almost 10 minutes long. Yeah, it was a long story. Weasel was actively listening and tickled mm-hmm. by knowing and you're not even we a were talking about. We were talking about yeah. Weasel. And, and uh, yeah, I'm not a cat person, but I mean, I like cats. Yeah, cats are great. You know what I mean? I just, if I was to, at some point, you know, have a pet in my life again, mm-hmm. my preference would be to go with dog. But I know, always, I understand that. why I always understand why people love cats because cats are very lovable. But that was to me, one of the f- coolest things I've seen in a long time. Uh, animal related. Oh yeah. Was how fucking tickled and just like proud weasel was like, yeah, it's about me. I'm pretty fucking uh-huh. cool. And then like the story about like when, uh, Weasel went missing and then came back with you know injuries well, I, and yeah. but it was like it really felt like Weasel went on a you know like when a kid graduates high school and like I'm gonna backpack around Europe for the summer yes 
was. That's what it felt and like. And then it's like, I'm in jail, mom, bail me out. Yeah, It exactly. was like that. Yeah. Well, Melissa has, just to, to, to give the quick version of the story, this cat had been coming around just knocking on her window. And he's super cute, and she would feed him and like love on him. We Never should have her come on house. and tell the story. Yeah, we should. But it's short enough. Just the cool part where she tells him. So he, he shows up, and he'd been missing forever, and she walked around the neighborhood, tried to find him, thought, oh, no, he's dead. And then one night, he's knocking on the window, and he's like, something has like chewed on his face, or his, his one eye is huge and white and scratched all to hell. And he's a mess. And she goes and she opens the sliding glass door and he's on the other side and she had the cat carrier in the house and she was like, I need you to come down the wall. They're like there was a wall. I don't know what it was, but he had to like take a little journey and she's like, I can't, I'm not going to pick you up like this. I don't think you want me to pick you up, but I need you to come get in this cat carrier so I can take you to get you help. And this feral cat climbed down the wall and got on got in the cat carrier and she saved its life and now he has one eye it's unbelievable a cat willingly walking into a cat yeah. carrier which has never happened before. yeah that's magic that's a familiar that is so cool it's so cool well cool well we're gonna jump dog. over and tell some secrets <gasps> oh yeah we got um, some good secrets so yeah thank you for listening um you can find us at uh you know this is where the magic happens dot com on instagram at lovelable at mm-hmm. rising and at where magic happens I think I got that right. Sounds like it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I finally yeah. learned it because now I'm, oh, we're making memes, right? We're finally making memes. Oh, They're I have good. to figure out the the one we talked about, the one I I made up. a real you, funny one for Ryan that is oh, yeah, blowing up. It nailed me. Yeah. Nailed me to the wall. It's so good. Very funny. You guys get on Instagram, follow us, or just get on Instagram and snoop us. And uh, yeah, so, you know, check it out. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Patreon.com backslash this is where the magic happens. There are, I believe, three different tiers over there of patronage level that you can uh, join. Actually, you can do whatever amount of money you want on Patreon. Yeah, you can. But somebody there are somebody gives us levels. $11.13 a month. I loved that. That's great. And he wrote a really sweet message. Yeah. So um, thank you very much to everybody who's joined up over there. We're, we're getting fun on telling Discord. We're going to talk about Sabrina. Well, we have to set up a Discord server. Uh-huh. You have to set up a whole server for that. I thought I did. We'll figure that out. Uh, technology. But in the meantime... We can have the conversation on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, patrons, thank you very much uh, for everybody who signed up so far. Uh, we look forward to uh, doing that. We're going to tell some uh, s- uh, some dirty secrets. It sounds like, if I remember cr- what I'm supposed to remind you about. Oh my God! Should I? Okay. You guys get on Patreon if you want to know how to make a Angel man love you. I had a little bit forever. of wine last night. She's like, "Remind I me told, about this tomorrow, so we can do it for the." I secrets. told and a I was real like, okay. fucking crazy Santeria thing that is very effective. So. Pay $11 a month and get some real good secrets and manipulate any man you want. <laughs> you can't that do this laugh. to a woman. Oh you God, can't do this laugh. to a woman. I well, mean, I'm working on it. There's no, no. way. To, you need <laughs> no. a certain ingredient. Oink, wink. Secrets. Oink, wink. Did you just say oink, wink? I said wink, wink. Or oh. you could say oink, oink. Oink, oink. You need a certain ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget. This shit is real.